0: Thank huh? huh? Hello, I'm Steve Turton, hope you're all all alright. This is episode 40 of Gambling with the Pope. Crazy week in sport. Is the world ending or what? Feels like the world's ending. On today's episode we get stuck into all this European Super League carry-on, what it means for Liverpool's owners and what Ian Holloway had to say about the future of English football, not to be missed. There's absolute carnage on the crypto market the day after I get involved in Bitcoin trading, of course. The unlikely lookalikes include everyone from Stephen Gerrard to Biggie Smalls, while Steph Curry and um, Masvidalu's man rematch take up most of our stateside stuff. Until the world ends, rate, subscribe, tell your mates to tune in to our shambles of a sports betting podcast, and give us a shout over at Gambling with the Poe on Instagram. To get involved in the show. Good afternoon, my long lost friend.
1: Long lost indeed, yeah? What happened to you last Friday? Where were you? Ah,
0: golf. We were meant to play, weren't we?
1: It was meant to be the inaugural podcast. Gold tournament, and it just ended up being me and one of our loyalist listeners, Moscow. Yeah, no, no great surprise that you dropped out, Eastie.
0: No, back problems, stress problems, up all night dealing with issues. We'll get on. <laughs> we'll get on to all our financial, mental woes uh, a little bit later on. But yeah, well, no, I, g-
1: I wanted to do a podcast last week, but you kept putting me off saying we'll do a few Instagram live stories from the uh, the course, and obviously, as it does often transpire with yourself, uh, you were nowhere to be seen.
0: Well, it would have meant meeting you in person again, wouldn't it, breaking that, what is it now, 14-month deadlock? I don't think I was quite mentally prepared. Of all the shit that I'm spinning at the moment, I think that was possibly the uh, the most detrimental to me mental health. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was speaking to me mate, one of my very oldest and dearest friends the other day, Mark, MD Fitness, who listens to the show. All right, Mark. And he said to me, he, he put a question to me and I couldn't answer it at the time. He said, who's a bigger letdown? him or, or yourself and I just I thought it was impossible to answer at the time but now I've had time to, to, to think on it I've, I've got to go with you Steve to be honest with you got- at least Mark is he almost embraces his new reclusive nature he is what he is he, he, he almost wears it as a badge of honour really Mark's nowhere to be seen hasn't been seen for a while but as I say he does embrace it whereas with yourself you, you seem to talk up a good game but you're uh, you're often yeah you're often let down at the uh at the last minute I'll I'll, I'll give you that honour
0: Being the biggest letdown Out of our crew Well we'll see We're all together aren't we On May the 7th I think we're having a swing On Allerton So uh, see. we'll
1: see Until it actually happens yeah, I won't be uh, Count me chickens Put it
0: that way <laughs> If the rehab goes well On the back now I think I'll be swinging with you It's no problem May the 7th Honestly put it in your diary I'll, uh, I'll be there But We'll get on to my woes, we'll get on to the interesting, always eventful week that I've had a little bit later on. Um, how's your week yeah. been, Popey? he has been all right. The, I believe you won at golf, didn't you?
1: Well, it's, uh, I didn't really have much competition in the way of, again, our mate Moscow. Craig the Woolruss-Stadley. I <laughs> oh, can't remember the last time he beat me, to be honest with you. But it was good, yeah. it was. Uh, we had a laugh. Uh, me more so than him. I think he was getting a bit down. Didn't play too well, did Moscow. But yeah, you, you weren't missed. We had a good one. And then a couple in the 19th as is always the case, and yeah, I enjoyed it. And then, Saturday, we went to Gulliver's World, because it was Baby Gronk's birthday last Saturday, but we were still officially in lockdown then. So we went to Ross's Pool, and then we went to Gulliver's World. Lovely,
0: lovely stuff, lovely
1: stuff. So it was nice, it was good, yeah, he loved all the rides, the thrill-seeker that he is, as you know.
0: Did you on the water slide, like Trent Alexander-Arnold, as our uh, old mate Sean Powell put it? It was the carpet
1: ride, weren't it? Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you if you're gonna quote him, yeah, get it right. Yeah, no, there's a big roller it's obviously it's not old towers, like it's it's more catered for the younger ones, but the biggest roller coaster there, I think he was probably a little bit too small to get on it, but they weren't like they weren't over strict in that respect. Got on there once with me and once with his mummy, yeah, I loved it. I think I was shit myself more than what he was. I was gonna no say surprised there.
0: Eh? One of our chief uh, we've said on this podcast, haven't we? One of our chief fears is ridiculously heavy roller coasters and I'm still waiting for suggestions on our tipping contest the, the four well, have haven't had one you haven't had
1: one forfeit suggestion our
0: John thinks the loser should run round a uh, run down Lark Lane with a sock covering the cock. That's it that's it naked. A frank the tank streak down Lark Lane for the loser. I'd be up so for say, that. You,
1: I'd have to grab one of our Dylan socks then <laughs> I think couldn't need much of a sock for me. You'd have to get one of your Al Footy socks out wouldn't you? All head no stock? <laughs> Look at the
0: size of it. them fucking Fuck you, uh, them lucky Red Sox best coming useful for something, hadn't he? Not helping <laughs> Liverpool at the moment. Look at
1: the size of it. Yeah, that's one suggestion. As I mentioned to the viewers, and again, I'll, I'll I'll ask again as kindly as as I possibly can. Please put some suggestions forward, and then we'll we'll create a short list. That short list of one at the minute. And then we'll put it out there to a vote, and, and we'll see what people want us to do. With the roller coaster, stay. I, I, I'm well over that phobia. I've, 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 I've been over it for a few years. I think I'll, I think I'll pretty much go on anything. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. I, well, I've got two kids. Can't be getting that off by our Louis, can I? Do you know what I mean? When we do go to Florida, when we're older, and Alton Towers and all that. Can't be getting that off by him.
0: No, you've got to. Do you know worry. What I mean? You've got to conquer your fears. I had a pretty bad experience in Salou. Porta Ventura, I think, was the theme park. Fucking hell, it was the most loop de loops in uh, in Europe at the time, possibly the world. I think maybe there's one in Japan. And yeah, it was the first ride we went on. It was the last ride we went on on the outing We, we went back to the hotel room about thirteen <laughs> loop the loops, and we were done. Me and i John sick spinning. Had to lay down, like Moscow on the uh, on the eighth hole. By the sound of things, yeah, I'd take a little lie down and regather <laughs> ourselves. But it's been a bit of a roller coaster week, hasn't it? In sport, pulpit, no more so than. The football. The only place we can start is this you order for you the Super League.
2: You hear it, listen. You hear it, listen. X go, give it to you. One. Fuck wait for you to get it on your own. X go, deliver to oh. you. Knock knock. Open up the door to spread With the non-stop pop and stainless still. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if you get it. Oh. Damn right, can I do it again? Cause yeah. I am life, right, so oh. I got to quit. Break bread with the enemy. No matter how
0: I think the one place we have to start is Ian Holloway saying it was a disgrace to the memory of Prince Philip. <laughs> <sighs> is,
1: is, is, is he thinking of another Prince Philip here, a founding member of the FA or something? Or is he on, actually, is he, is he on about the Queen's fella? <clears throat> He's just
0: snuffed it. I haven't even seen the clip yet. I'll have to dig it out, obviously, for <laughs> podcast purposes. But I'm told that yeah, he was on a rant, one of his famous in Holloway rants, and he threw in that it was a disgrace this breakaway league to the memory of the uh, the recently departed Prince Philip. I mean, in all seriousness, <laughs> how the fuck is this going to work? This league. I mean, it's uh, twenty teams. Fifteen will be permanent. Five will be in rotation with relegation and and swapping out of the league. Is it just a bluff to get more dough out of the uh, the Champions League? A- how the fuck's this going to work, Paul?
1: Just backtracking slightly, Steve. Jimmy Lee, the other one of our good mates listens to the show, he does a great, great Ian Holloway impression. <laughs> so I'll get him to send me one on uh, WhatsApp, and then we can uh, maybe edit it into the show. Eh? Yeah,
0: we'll it in. All right, Jim.
1: Does a great, there's a great Ian Holloway. This Super League, Steve, do you know what? I've the information I do I was very limited to be honest with you I haven't really exerted or wasted really any of my energy or time reading up on it so I'm only going off what I've seen in various WhatsApp groups and the now sort of infamous Gary Neville rant on mm. Sunday and then I did watch In Fairness where I wouldn't usually do so I watched the start of Monday Night Football and obviously heard what, what, what Carragher and, and, and Neville had to say about it so I don't know how much of a, a, a sort of an informed opinion I can give on the matter but i'm hearing different things and I, I don't know it's it's clearly something you've read up on more so than me and so, so would it be would the come into effect this european super league because because i heard initially it'd be 2024 then somebody else <laughs> was telling me it'd be straight away as soon as august, next season august, which is
0: it august they're looking at august yeah yeah
1: wow well, pro- as soon as that really
0: the proposal is august possibly pushed back to august 2022 which kind of renders the chase for top four for the likes of us, Spurs, Chelsea, absolutely pointless, doesn't it, really? Um, I said this to see
1: you last night. I I wasn't as asked about the result last night because if this does go ahead, then last night's results was just rendered meaningless, really, weren't it? Do you know what I mean? But I don't know. See, it's just initially I thought it's not going to happen, but then... Just reading and Carragher and Neville's body language last night, they seem worried more so than anything. Mm. I know they were both very emotive with what they were saying, and both of them, in all fairness, did make some good points, they did. Neville more so than Carragher, I suppose. And I, I think, to an extent, they did give a good account of themselves, but... The one sort of take I took from me I'm no body language expert, obviously. I'm not an expert when it comes to anything, but um, <laughs> they both seem worried to me. They both seem worried to me. Yeah. So as a foot- as a sort of casual football fan, obviously a, a Liverpool fan that I am, I was I was more so concerned by that. I don't know. Car- Carragher seems to be having a fucking his lip was going at times. I, mean... I don't know whether that was just the raw emotion of it or. He's, it, he's genuinely concerned.
0: It, it was very viva revolution, wasn't it? It was Che Guevara and Fidel Castro there on Monday Night Football. Carragher was only missing a little better, eh, wasn't he? Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 fucking cigar on Neville. But he, he did speak well, in fairness to them. You hear some of Neville's shouts were great, weren't he? Scavengers, weasels, I think he was calling <laughs> the Glazers. In all fairness, to Gary
1: Neville, he's close to that club, obviously, as a course man united legend. Of course he is. And he, he must be involved in this, the club still in some capacity. So for him to be that open and scathing with his criticism and his thoughts of his of his former employee was, was was quite refreshing, really, wasn't
0: it? And Carragher the same. It could be the bay of pigs, couldn't it? Next time Carragher's at Anfield, like him and <laughs> him and storm in Kiriagos storming the boardroom, he was <laughs> he was quite heavy, like I thought. I thought. I thought Neville was hilarious with it, though. I mean, did you hear him talk about Spurs and Arsenal being spares? Arsenal, they're a joke. I'd rather watch watch San (laughs) Marino. I'd rather watch San Marino's Champions. They're a joke.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was watching it with Lou, I swear to God, and I was just engrossed in it. I was just absorbing it all in. I wasn't saying anything. She was sort of flicking through her phone, and then next minute, when you come up with that... Spurs, Arsenal, they're a joke. been a
0: joke I for years. I pissed myself.
1: Oh, lad, that was hilarious. He's got, that was hilarious.
0: Pulpy, joke. Popey, he's got a point with Spurs. I mean, they're calling this a European Super League. Six teams from Britain, three from London. It's only three countries who are involved in it <laughs> at this point. Spurs haven't got a manager. Haven't won a domestic league since, I think, 1961. It's a bit of a nonsense, isn't it? If they're trying to say they're they're expanding European football and they want to bring the the best games week in, week out. I kind of get that, but at the same time, it it doesn't look like it's been fought through very well, does it, before proceeding forward, especially with a start date as early as August?
1: Yeah, well, that's, as I say, that one's news to me with me not being as well read on it than you. But it, that just sums it up though. The whole concept in a nutshell, really. It's not on merits. These teams, they, they just selected the teams with the most commercial appeal and the most commercial pull. And ultimately, Tottenham, a Tottenham game is going to get more viewers than a Leicester game, for instance, or a West Ham. Mm. And that's also based it on it. Just, just basically the Mercenaries. That's all they are, mercenaries. And they've looked at the teams across Europe who've got the most commercial appeal and most commercial pull. Not necessarily the best teams, not the most successful teams, historically or recently. That's all it's based on. Just yeah. just dudes going to earn them the most money. And in all seriousness, I know we're having a bit of a joke about it. And, and, and if it does go ahead, then obviously it's the end of football as we know it. Our mates, a lot, load of our mates, season ticket holders go the game week in, week out and all that. That, that's going to be gone because they're not going to be able to afford to be going to fucking Madrid or Barcelona no. every other week. No. Are they? It's just sad from my perspective. Cause I used to have a season ticket and then I still casually go the game from time to time. As you know, I, I, am I never going to be able to take me, me two boys to a derby? Is mm. that it? Is, is the derby mm. done and dusted? Is it gone now? And it's, it is tragic if it does go through, which obviously we all hope it doesn't. Then it's, it's 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 tragic. Let's be honest. It's it's the end of football as we you know it, and yeah, things will never be the same again.
0: Probably doing you yourself and your kids a favour, baby Gronk, if you don't have to go to a derby looking at the kid for the last few. In fairness, like, but yeah, and I know what you're saying, but no, it, but you know, mate, no, it's course, it's, it's, no, it's part no. of our
1: upbringing, really, isn't it? No, old no, derbies and Popey. stuff that we experienced with our dads and granddads before that, and just sad, isn't it? It just sums up the the, the current state of. Of football and the big concern for me is if it does become franchised and this this European Super League does go ahead big concern at the back of my mind being a massive American sports fan as I am and as you are as well you've seen it happen mate of big franchises in the past they just move cities mm. willy-nilly mm. you look at Seattle Supersonic Seattle don't have a basketball team anymore Seattle's one of the biggest cities in America yeah. it got moved to Golden State yeah. again for for, for for commercial appeal it's happened loads in NFL in American football LA Raiders then moved to Oakland then back to LA now they're in Las Vegas so what happens to all those fans, those those Raiders yeah, fans in LA? Crazy, do you know what I mean? They got to see see the the, the 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 basically the team move to to Vegas. So that is a massive worry at the back of my mind. But let's be honest, if it does go ahead, it, it, they're going to lose a load of fans. Not, not do you know what I mean? I'm I'm not going to be as arse. well. Fact, go on.
0: But you say that you say that, Poppy, but. You know, I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit. And, and first of all, I want to look at the hypocrisy from the side of like what UEFA now, where all of a sudden the good guys who are asked about fans. This is a. Uh, we've seen it ourselves. We've been in Champions League finals in stadiums that are, what, 65, 70,000 capacity. Liverpool fans have yeah. got 12,000 tickets. AC Milan yeah, yeah. have got 12,000 tickets. The rest of the allocation's yeah. gone to corporate and to, and to people in the middle. I mean, even Jamie Carragher, he did speak well yesterday, and I do think for the most part. He's got the good of the game at heart, but did you hear his big stance about he won't be a pundit for the Super League? Um, no, make, no, I just
1: watched the of the first half an hour really.
0: Well, if this was after the game, this was after the game, Jamie he no,
1: would
0: make a big protest against against being a pundit. He would not be a pundit for this Super League, whoever, whoever had the rights, but he'll work for B-Sky B and he'll work for the Sun and Murdoch's. You know there was no mm. there was no big protest there, so I think it, I yeah. think there is a little bit of bottle on Sky's. I think I think last night definitely Carragher and Neville are definitely definitely concerned, but it sounds like Sky haven't been involved in any of the talks here because basically, like Neville was saying, they want to stream the games right to people's phones. They 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 want people streaming games on their computers, paying the club directly, like a lot of the American sports do and a lot of the American mm. teams do. So I think there is a company line there from Sky and. The way they were pushing, there's no appeal for the league. I get it. The format looks ridiculous. 15 clubs. It's hilarious that the Americans still can't get their heads around relegation. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, don't get me wrong. Let me play devil's advocate a minute here. Like Van Dijk against Mbappé twice a season, as opposed to fucking Burnley Brighton twice a season. I can see the appeal on it. I was listening to the second captain's podcast yesterday. They basically reckon that most football fans under the age of 25 don't support the local team, so yeah, it is definitely, definitely a smack in the face for local fans, but, you know, these Generation X fucking FIFA players, kids, Instagram kids who support Neymar rather than a fussy team... I think they definitely give it scope for a breakaway. Yeah, that's
1: what our football's about, though, is it? The millennials, really. It, it's about the working-class roots. It, it has more so than any and, and, and one thing that Liverpool will lose if a European a Super League does go ahead Okay, everyone might pack in the season tickets, but you have got a wait list of fifty thousand who'd take them. But you got to lose that core of working class, the the, the the social elements of, of Liverpool Football Club, and it's not what we're about. If we if we just become this this, this franchise, Liverpool Football Club, a, a, a franchise, and you're going on about Mbappe, they're playing Van twice a week, sorry, twice a season. It loses its appeal to me. I think part of the, 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 sort of the beauty of drawing Real Madrid in the Champions League is it happens, alright, Real Madrid's not the best example, but whoever, you might play them once every three or four seasons on a European night at Anfield. And I suppose people don't like change. They're scared of change. And, and who knows until it actually goes ahead, we're not going to know really whether it's for the good or bad of the game. But on the surface of it, it just seems, it just seems for the, for the, like no Premier League football for me, no FA Cup. for me in particular I was
0: thinking about you what will become of the FA Cup what What will become of the FA Cup maybe the FA Cup will become the new Champions League the Holy Grail who knows but uh, don't get me wrong
1: one thing I wanted to touch on Steve you mentioned about the hypocrisy there of Carragher I thought there was one thing that was evidence as well other than obviously the body language of of, of Neville and Carragher which we've already touched on it was evidence as well that Sky had said to both Neville and, and Carragher and forget the host name just bang on about, obviously, greed, 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 and, mm. and obviously the greed of the owners by, by sort of going ahead with this. That is the height of hypocrisy for me. Sky, banging the greed drum that their, their subscription fees are fucking through the roof and they're growing all the time. Do you know what I mean? So Carragher, it's double
0: standards. Carragher and they, did address that though, Popey. Not, not to put you for an early Keegan for next week here, but Carragher did address that in, in the post-game. He did say, you know, uh, we're talking about change here and people were against B-Sky B and, and Sky taking football and subscription football. We took it from terrestrial television, so you could say we were hypocrites. So Carragher did address that a little bit. He kind of walked the tightrope, I thought, a little bit. Um, in terms of saying that about Sky. So, I don't know how it develops. I, I thought he spoke really well, the lads, but at the same time, there is a little bit hypocrisy on their side. And I, I don't... Honestly, lad, for the next generation of football fans, it is a global game now. We have got a pandemic where fans aren't able to go to a game and the game is going on. It's not what it was. It's obviously not as good and fans will obviously be welcomed back when they can come back. But I do think it's become such a global game that. I don't want it, personally, but I can see appeal for a league where the best players play against each other all the
1: time. Yeah, I know, and it it doesn't mean your opinion is less important than the next person's, but I think for me and you, you've got people who don't go to Liverpool games or... Whatever, whoever you support, we don't go the game week and week out for whatever reason. We don't have season tickets. As I say, it doesn't mean our opinion is less important, but there's, there's, there's people who, who've got season tickets who go away everywhere, and this is their life. That's all they've got in their life. Mm. Literally going to Liverpool games. Even the, the, the other 14 teams in the Premier League are going to be affected, whether it's West Ham, Leicester. They go to the Leicester game, West, West Ham game every week and week out. It's going to have a massive impact on them. It is. It and is. I hope it doesn't go ahead. There does need to be change in terms of the, 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 the latest. Champions League Proposed formats From 2024 Onwards Looks, just a, looks, mess. A, load looks really. a mess Looks a mess And this is what It could be It could just be Trying to force UEFA's hands Because they're the Biggest bunch of Corrupt bastards out there Everyone knows that But I just think If, yeah, if we were to join this And there'd be no more Premier League Or Champions League As a consequence Then that would be Absolutely tragic And yeah I, I wouldn't be able To support the club As, as, as much as I do now Really so it would be sad, but we'll just have to see how it plays out. Do you know what? I'll liking it too. It's like Brexit. Brexit yeah. was announced. We'd obviously voted to leave the EU, which was a major shock at the time. And then how long was it? It was a three or four years until we actually left.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I think this is just going to roll on, really. I can't see us joining this European Super League in, in August. I can never, uh, I just can't see it. Nah. I just think this will roll on for a long time. It will be daily news. And we'll all probably be fed up of it at the end. And, and, and um, yeah, we'll just have to see how it plays out. Ultimately, what what me and Jimmy Lee, who, again, is second shout-out on the show, Jim, we've said we're already going to go to, I think, Marine. We're going to go to one of their games once a month next season mm-hmm. just to get that old-school... Experience of a football game, £10 a ticket, get the train there, a few pints, come back to town, have a few bevvies It's the be, better way, you
0: know. I, I think that's what
1: people will probably do. Yeah. Start looking at the lower leagues and just just yeah. be more of a, a casual fan, going to whatever, one game a month or whatever you can afford, really.
0: Just before the lockdown, me and Rory Egan went to uh, Prescott Cables and Workington. Workington were in town. I'm still waiting to hear yeah. if we've got a <laughs> VIP day up there, Popey. Not heard anything about it. It was much more enjoyable, yeah. I haven't been to a, a major game for ages, but I don't, as you say, little pie, little cup of tea or a beer if you want one, um, good view, good crack in the crowd, I, I just think it might just swallow itself, and I think in terms of the owners, Popey, I think if they do have to pull away and you know, kind of shelve this idea or basically say, look, it was a bit of a bluff, I think there has to be a bit of a protest against the owners, I think the likes of FSG and that. I, yeah, I think there should be a campaign to get rid of them now. I do, Poppy. Mm. I think. What and I, I think, thought- think
1: there will be. I think there will be. I think if they do want to press on with this, then they'll lose. They'll definitely lose our manager, Jurgen Klopp, and I know Carrick touched on that last night. And you've got his socialist roots. Is if he's going to put up with this, you know what I mean? Mm. He'll leave which will be just just obviously it'll be an absolute travesty. But where's he going to
0: leave to, Pope? Where's he going to leave to? Would he take the Germany job, maybe? he, he can't, If he manages one of the other teams, Barcelona, Real Madrid, he's going to be in the tournament, No, he him? wouldn't.
1: Yeah, no, he wouldn't. Let's be honest, he wouldn't. He'd go back to Germany and manage in the German league or the national team. Mm. He's not going to leave to go to, obviously, one of these teams who would joining the Super League. That's my theory, anyway. I'd, I'd be amazed if he stayed.
0: And, and I've seen um, the he play the little caveat, the little throwaway, uh, there'll be a women's Super League to follow. I am obviously trying to do the, do the honourable thing there. I am and create a of women's course, super yeah. league as the well. Not, the,
1: the not so super league. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know.
0: It looks, <laughs> it, it looks a mess. We'll see how it develops, Poppy. We'll see how it develops. Should we get onto something a little bit more lighthearted? Should we jump right into the unlikely lookalikes? I had a few of these this week.
1: Yeah, go on, fire away. <laughs>
2: gotta break them off real soon call two holes we hit in Cancun get them a boom at the Radisson over Madison I'm imagining somewhere down the line i am have to use my cat again I'm alright I'm staying
0: up all night pumping dark chocolate trees till the dark turns okay starters a couple from Jimmy Lee actually previously mentioned that he's gone his first one now they're probably not unlikely enough but I kind of like it anyway Tony Soprano and BDO Darts champion Ted the Count's hanky. <laughs>
1: Oh wow, yeah. Jimmy, That this is Jimmy's third shout out this weekend. We'll have to slow down. I
0: know, I know. Well, is another one from Jimmy Jackpot, Adrian Lewis, sticking on the darts theme. Stokes <laughs> finest. He looks like Curtis Jackson, 50 cents, according to Jimmy Lee.
1: <laughs> Somebody has been watching a lot of the uh, Premier League darts, hasn't he? Uh, like, let's have a look.
0: Get them up, have a little look. Adrian yeah, no, I know they
1: both are, yeah, well, I don't know, you'll love it, because of the interracial cards, no doubt, but, I yeah,
0: i think be better. I think it's fantastic. Uh, a couple from Phil Bridges here, loyal listener, Stephen Gerrard and Ricky Gervais.
1: Is he having a laugh? Are you having a laugh?
0: Is he having a laugh? Oh, wow. Have a look, I can see you. <clears throat> Something that little smirk, that little smile, maybe more David Brent than Ricky Gervais, I'd say. That little... Yeah,
1: because yeah, cause Steven Gerrard does have a goalie. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> Didn't he rock one at some point, Gerrard? Maybe when he was out in LA or something. Didn't he? didn't he get a little bit of bum fluff on the go, like yours?
1: <laughs> Wasn't a great look, was it, for him, normally, me, but to be honest. Mine's more through laziness than anything. Can't be harsh even. No, I've seen better state. Okay,
0: another one from Philly. Mm -hmm. This is a cracker. Go on, then.
1: This is my favourite
0: for some time, this. Can I
1: just guess before you actually put it out there, it's going to be a black woman looking like
0: a white man. No, no, no. It's a big, in every sense of the word, black guy (laughs) looking like a very diminutive, small, um, white guy from Northern England. So it's the notorious B.I.G., Biggie Smalls, (laughs) Christopher Wallace, the GOATs. And he looks like Debatable. he looks like Sean from This Is England. Baby Baby. <laughs> <laughs> What's the actor's name?
1: Oh, he's in something on Sky One now, you know. I know
0: he is. Have a look at them see if they have a Pope, you can see it. It's the goggly eyes, something.
1: Yeah, it's not bad, you know.
0: It's good, isn't it? It's good, you can see it, there's something there, isn't it?
1: Mm, not a great actor, is he, that Sean? Very blessed. <laughs> Don't know he's got another gig on that eh, that programme in Sky One, to be honest.
0: I remember him being fucking tr- trying to get beak at a party, and uh, I think it was a Monday al party in in Camp and fairness a while ago. I think It was a World Cup launch party, and he was fucking my mar- like. What do I look like? Do I look like fucking Pablo Escobar or something? Can you get any beak, mate? Can you get any beak, lad? Can you get any beak? Fucking hell! <laughs> and I think someone came out for him. I think someone came out for him. He fucked off, left him, uh, left him hanging like, yeah. Wow.
1: Because that- I'm trying to think of. Um... Some of his, his famous one-liners from "This Is England, but all, I'm think, all I've got in my head is, is Combo's one-liners, which are, I, I think we want to keep off the, uh, the airwaves, don't you?
0: Yeah, they're probably a little bit
1: more... Um, close, close to the bone, yeah, shall we say.
0: Yeah, and more X-rated than Biggie's lyrics, I'd imagine. I thought that was a cracker from Philly Bridges, that, you know, Biggie... That's
1: good, yeah, no, it's good. I, I see something there, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's my lot this week, Poppy. Any of your
1: end? Just one, yeah, and I can't, I can't take credit for it because it's one that I got off the Dan Lebertard show that We listen to uh, formerly of ESPN. He's uh Troy Aikman, who you may remember being the former Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys quarterback, yeah, yeah, during the glory years that was back in the 90s, yeah. Um, so he's a white guy. I'm, I'm guessing he's probably given the era that he was around. And let me check him all. It's gotta these. be
0: 50 odd, 50, 55 I reckon. Troy Aikman,
1: 54. Good show, yeah. Troy Aikman. It looks like JZ, who we all know So you won't need to, uh, to Google him, will you? So there's there's an interracial one for you And I was dying to take credit for that To be honest with you, Steve But I'm no plagiarist unlike yourself So uh, credit where it's due I think that was officially of Mike Ryan The show producer on the Dan Lebertard show But yeah, certainly interracial points And look like they were separated at birth, really
0: A couple of rap suggestions there, Pope and just staying on the uh, the rap theme We we lost a couple of corkers this week, didn't we? Mm.
2: That's got to find meaning in the suffering. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up. get back on my feet so I can tear shit up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up my up I've been through mad different faces like mazes to find my way. And now I know they happy days and not far away. If I'm strong enough, i live long enough to see my kids. Doing something more constructive with the time than bids. I know because I've been
0: there. DMX and Black Rob both passed away over the last seven days. What did you make of that, Poppy? I always remember he was a college favourite, DMX, one of my favourite rappers of all time. Quite sad. Brilliant. Quite, quite sad to see him finally lose his battle with drugs and mental health issues, wasn't it?
1: Well, I had Bundy. Fo- the first I heard of it, I had Bundy phoning me, yeah, just in bits of me on the phone. Oh yeah. Thought one of his thought one of his dogs had died. That's well, what I, that's what I was hoping for, at least.
0: <laughs> well, it, well, in in every sense of the word, yeah. One of his dogs did die, didn't he? When it comes to DMS, show. <laughs> right? I'm
1: talking about his Jack Russells. <laughs> well, I think one's a Jack Russell, the other one's a mutt.
0: <clears throat> Come on. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> I seen the
1: uh, I seen the um, video you put up on the Instagram stories yourself and McCabe. Very impressive that thing.
0: Oh yeah, I don't know. We were a bit ropey there. I think we were on. Bass. No, you were
1: finding you're in a DMX. It was good. Just just to know all the lyrics, to be honest with you, it was uh, was impressive in itself. But yeah, he was. He, of course, he was we're from an era. Really, aren't we? we're I don't know. I don't know. Yourself, you're probably into some more of the, the more recent stuff. But I just I don't think rap or hip hop has aged particularly well. I think the golden era was sort of late 90s, early 90s. And I don't know whether that's just a generational thing and it's down to my taste because I was of an age there where rap was more appealing than, than what it is to me now. But the likes of DMX and, and Nas and Jay-Z and Tupac and Biggie, all just pioneers, really, weren't they? Mm. And Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood was, was obviously one of the... The old time great rap albums in, in my eyes. Fly, ate something. Couple of forties made me hate something. After some coke, now I'm ready to
2: take some. Three years later, showing signs of stress. Didn't keep my hair cut or give a fuck how I dress. I'm possessed by the darker side. Living the cruddy life. Shit like this. Kept a nigga with a bloody knife. Wanna make records, but I'm fucking it up. i I'm, I'm falling. Can't get up. Yeah, hey, I'm slipping, I'm falling. I can't get
1: up. Yeah, it was saddened. Then obviously Black Rob. I think a few days later or a week later and it's mad how these things happen because obviously there is a, an old adage that bad news comes in threes and it wouldn't surprise me if if, if one of the uh, the old brigade snuff it again in the coming weeks to be honest with you as does as often tend to be the case
0: well to my knowledge i don't think prince philip dropped any bars like but maybe if you want to <laughs> you want to roll them into the free black rob was a was a terrific rapper and yeah, to see. We were talking about it. I mean,
1: want it wonder, those
0: days? Nah, that album's unbelievable. You know, Life Story, Poppy. If you go over that, mine actually got robbed by uh, Army Philly Wainwright. I think it's probably <laughs> probably still in his uh, electrician van at the moment. Yeah, if you think about it. Nah, Black Rob had a few. What the the Machi's rappers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, it, it was. It was. It was really sad, and and to hear that, you know, Black Rob of 51, he's had kidney failure and he's been battling homelessness over the last few years. Wow. You don't know where to lay the blame when when a man goes off the rails, but you'd think someone, like, you know, who's been signed. Yeah, who's been signed to Diddy, who's been signed to Puff Daddy, who's made Diddy a lot of money. I think woe still gets used. Had a lot of boxing events and a lot of sports events, you know, but oh, classic, rock, big hit.
1: It's a classic. Brilliant. Real. Unbelievable, lad, obviously. I remember it was one of your your old favourites, but I couldn't tell you as a more casual rap fan. Another song that he done. I, I just knew him for a while, well and obviously what a, what a track it was.
0: No, that album's great, lad, honestly. Espacio, um, PD Tour, honestly, there's some absolute, absolute corkers on there. His second album, his latest stuff wasn't great, but there's a couple of couple of little tracks in there that that are top notch as well but and DMX as well like we're saying there about Puff Daddy and maybe the difference between uh, the Troy Aitman looking like Jay-Z like Where's the help been for Black Rob? There we don't know. Maybe Diddy's helped him over and over again and he's let him down and he's blew his money the that Diddy's loaned him or, or give him. Who knows? But I read that um sorry, no, Matty Staples, it was listener to the show, told me that Jay Z actually went out and bought DMX the right or the right to all of DMX's music. I think it was maybe last week or recently anyway. And, I read this yeah, I read
1: it. Yeah. And he gave
0: it to DMX's kids. So they've got an income from... Oh,
1: 15 of them, yeah. So they got an income, yeah. Incredible gesture, that.
0: Is that how many kids he's got, DMX? 15, yeah.
1: He's got a litter of them, if you will.
0: <laughs> Fucking hell. So, yeah, it was it was sad. And obviously, social media blew up. But I found it quite... Again, we were talking about hypocrisy before on the football front. The hypocrisy around like DMX and Black Rob's deaths and that against Prince Philip was, was absolutely outrageous as well i mean everyone was out there you know the lizard brigade saying that prince philip is, is a nazi i'm no royalist myself but the same people who the same people who were calling prince philip a nazi and a lizard and a, a disgusting man the same people who were big enough dmx and black rock I mean, dmx he's a fantastic rapper he's a complete homophobe he put some fucking horrible lyrics out there about gay people about women misogynistic but you know, Prince Philip
1: Doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise 90- me,
0: 90-odd-year-old yeah. Prince Philip is the bad guy, yet. So, <laughs> rap in peace to the boys, but yeah, it was it was quite <laughs> sad. And, and just staying on, staying on, deaths as well. I, I, you know, you're mm. more the racing fan than me. Shocking story come up on the Racing Post um, Instagram last night. Jockey Lorna Brooke, who'd had a fall of taunt earlier in the year, actually lost her battle. I think she's been in hospital since, and, and she passed away last night. Did you know anything about that story, Popey?
1: Yeah, similar to you, stay I just I learned about it yesterday. Um, it was only a couple of weeks ago. You say earlier this year. It was literally a couple of weeks ago. And at the time, I haven't seen the footage because quite rightly it's been taken. Who down
0: wants to see that yeah. the
1: internet? No, no one wants to see that. But the 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 dark side of me, not obviously, went looking for it upon hearing the news yesterday, just out of curiosity more so than anything. But apparently, it just seemed like a bit of a, an innocuous fall, but. It's sad because I don't know how much of the story you know. She was actually an amateur rider. And the horse that she fell on during that particular race was um, trained by her mum, oh. which obviously just, just just makes it even, even worse, really. And yeah. Similar age to ourselves. She was 37 and she had so much of a, a life ahead of her, really. and It's strange because it's, it's, it's not often. That I hear a sport story and it has as much of a, an impact on me. But as you as you know, I'm a horse racing enthusiast, and we have a bit of a laugh from time to time. And I'm never really in it for the care of the horse, and I mean it's just purely for for, for my own mercenary needs. Mm. But just upon it, and that is a difference from obviously. You know, the animal welfare uh, protesters will be on to us through the Instagram page, no doubt. But there's a massive difference for me from from a horse dying, which isn't as common as what it once was to to a jockey dying. And yeah, I don't know. See, it really hits home, and it's just so sad. Really, it's it's very uncommon, which is which is a good thing. But I don't know what you say. It's just 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 beyond sad. And I was going to ask you that. I don't you know that. what happens now in terms of health and safety measures and what they can do differently in terms of the the BHA. I I, I don't know what you could possibly do in order to prevent it from, from happening again, because luckily it is very rare I think it's a once every, sort of a once a decade occurrence, but hmm. even that is, is too much, let's be honest
0: I think we really take for granted, don't we jockeys, I um, you know <laughs> I think John Mullen was telling me that Paddy Power done a feature a while ago, I don't know if it was a social media one and it had uh, Ruby Walsh just on uh, on the back of like a pickup truck going like the same speed as a horse um with one of the paddy power employees and he was going like you know okay you just jump off now that's like having a fall as a jockey and you know they're out there every day sometimes you know some of them can do day meetings and night meetings even with jumps and you can be having you know 10 12 rides a day sometimes max and i don't think we kind of appreciate how much they put themselves on the line obviously as you say this is a you know, once-in-a-decade sort of occurrence, but the amount of broken bones, hips, legs that have been shattered, the Cheltenham Festival, Aintree, and down to the smaller meetings is quite remarkable. And and the life they have to live, Pope, to keep the weight down, the food they have to skip, the meals, the saunas, they really do put it on the line. And, and not, for, not for great amounts of money either, Popey. Let's not forget that.
1: This is quite the 180 From this the 10 I know This is the 10 Back in the day Aren't you Given Timmy Murphy Timmy Murphy a, a dog's abuse Because he'd, he'd fell I think Or he hadn't quite Got round A horse like your back So you'd felt the need I remember being with you At the time to go to the uh, to the like the enclosure afterwards, like the winners enclosure where all the horses were going through, and yeah, I remember you give Timmy Murphy some dog's abuse. Can't remember the exact words, but I'm surprised we didn't get kicked out. Looking back at it, <laughs> so uh, you, you've softened up quite a bit in your old age, with a pier, Stephen.
0: Hypocrisy seems to be the theme of the show today, doesn't it?
1: And, and whilst we're on, you've given dog's abuse to to sporting stars of yesteryear. You mentioned before that you hadn't been to a football game for a while. I think the last game you actually went to was with me, the Tottenham game in the Lower Centenary, where you just proceeded to give Jermaine Jenis some of the worst abuse that I've heard in the full ninety minutes of a football match in my entire life. So again, you've yeah, nice nice to see that you've uh, you've softened up a little bit in your uh, your old age.
0: Well, we've got to mature and grow, haven't we, Poppy? You know. <laughs> Some more
1: so than others.
0: <laughs> Move with the time. You mentioned me abusing little Timmy Murphy there at the Grand National. I haven't spoke to you since the National, pobi Did you have any joy with your, what was it, 15 picks? Your full stable of uh, National picks? <laughs> win and Rachel Blackmore, a jockey of the highest quality, will make headlines for being the first female rider. She is also one of the best jockeys to win the Grand National. What a performance. Minella Times is the national winner.
1: Five picks, which which ended up being ten because I backed Louise's horses. Dylan's, Louis, My mum come round the morning The race wow. The bookies was closed Back there for my mum Obviously I'm not going to Take money off here uh, William's with her My little nephew So I ended up Backing 10 horses <laughs> uh, Of which one got placed
0: Wow Really Pope, This is what I mean It's
1: I go as far as to say I got more out of that one place Than, than, the, than I would of A thousand winners The Grand National Means that much to me Loved it And he was up With the pace All the way round That horse being far clear or far-class, depending on what your pronunciation is, up there all the way round, stayed on, got fifth, loved it. So, all right, was it down on the race? Yes. But would they do it again? Absolutely, of course I would.
0: Well, as long as you got your money's worth, that's what it's all about, the Grand National, isn't it? A bit of fun. A bit I of, think so. A bit of interest, a bit of national interest. We're not going to do a full Keegans of the Week um, segment this week, but I would have been putting you forward again. I think you were, was it the last podcast you were given? Rachel Blackmore a bit of stick saying yeah great achievements at Shelton but you wouldn't class her as one of the top jockeys at the moment and obviously
1: Steve you know what Steve you need to as an editor of the show as well I'm, I'm surprised with how, how how often you get things wrong and how often you misquote me did you not give well, Rachel
0: I, Blackmore a bit no, of stick no
1: no, no 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 I didn't say she's not one of the best jockeys absolutely not if you listen back I said she is one of the best jockeys. She is not the best jockey for me.
2: That okay. honor goes to
1: Jack Kennedy, who fully enough was on Far Class. So what do you want from me? Of course she's one of the best jockeys. If you go back to the last episode and have a listen, you will you will you will hear as much. But do we still think she's the best jockey? No, absolutely not. Why is my opinion going to change? Tremendous just achievement, you're on the Grand though. Jack Kennedy.
0: Tremendous achievement, though. Let's tip our hats again. The first.
1: Oh fucking massively, so Female don't be top me, me out to be this fucking sexist, fucking misogynistic pig because I'm not. Do you know what I mean? It's I'm I'm am allowed in an opinion, and I don't feel as though just because somebody's sex should determine us to whether I think they're the best jockey or not. I think a lot ha- has to do with that. And I think it w- if it was a male jockey achieving what she has, then not as much would be made of it, which is understandable because what she's doing now is unprecedented and she's breaking down barriers. And it's great not just for horse racing. It's great for sports in general. I'm 100% behind her. But I still don't think she's the, in my opinion, the best jockey in jumps racing. I think it's Jack Kennedy.
0: When's your birthday, Poppy? I'll get you some Jack Kennedy silks for it, <laughs>
1: He's, he's, he's <laughs> um, got Punches Town next week. Yeah. So ours about, we have a little head to head. Oh, as go to on. Who will have the most winners, Rachel Blackmore. Yes. Or Jack Kennedy.
0: Love it. What's on it? Then, yeah, I'll take Rachel Blackmore, Punches Town Festival. To- no,
1: you've got to give me odds, because fucking hell, she's, she's riding the best horses in Ireland. He's riding for fucking Denise Foster, and oh. he'll still fucking, he'll still better there total.
0: Oh, no odds. No odds. Come on.
1: Get your Just da- 20 quid, shits and gigs, 20 quid. 20 that's quid,
0: come on, shits and gigs, 20 quid. Virtual
1: handshake, go on. Go on, Kennedy!
0: You can get your Kennedy silks on, I'll have me Rachel Blackmore fucking helmet Here's, here's,
1: here's another unlikely lookalike, which will mean absolutely nothing for 90% of the listeners. Jack Kennedy and Jack Fay, our old friend. <laughs> Double of them.
0: That is so unhelpful on all levels. No, but, <laughs> As you say... I, I, I think, more, I think more of our listeners will know what Jack Fay looks like than Jack Kennedy. Spam
1: me drink out there. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Hideki
2: comes of age at Augusta. And on the other side of the globe,
1: Japan can celebrate its master golfer. At the age of 29, Matsuyama is the Masters champion.
0: The last time we spoke, I know it feels like an age away <laughs> now We were putting our Masters picks down for the for the big one in the golf um, We were indeed Of course Hideki Matsuyama, were he? Of course he did I cut ties with him a couple of months ago I think we spoke about him so much on this podcast, haven't we, Popey? You've mocked me for ages for sticking with him I think I've backed him yep. in about six of the last eight majors It's gone beyond jinxing now, isn't it, this podcast? <laughs> I, I'm I'm now actively helping athletes to win when I stop backing them
1: What's happened, there? How many tournaments do you reckon you've backed them in?
0: Hideki Matsuyama, he got to be 15, 16, 20 maybe. Over the years, maybe 20.
1: I thought he was your go-to, no matter what. You'd always just have a little cover on him, even if it's a few quid each way. Nah. So I, I was delighted to hear that you that you'd stopped backing him, <laughs> him a couple of tournaments ago. When I it's panicking there, not not so much that I wasn't going to get the winner of the Masters, more so that you were going to get the winner of the Masters and it was absolutely fantastic news when you uh, when you broke it to me. I'm not going to lie, 55 um,
0: to one he was. Um... There could be
1: something to you this, day. You could you could really just just become a medium, just just Liverpool's very own next Derek Akora, maybe. If you think there's more to it, you could even make a business out of it if you if if you apply a trade, not necessarily just as, as a sportsman, and you're struggling. Just give us a shout on the Instagram page. Mm. Steel slag you off, and, and, and no doubt your, your fortunes will change. You're going to be inundated with brickies now, and plasterers, and sparks, <laughs> aren't you? You are, haven't got anywhere.
0: Well, yeah, if I can help, I'll, I'll help out. You know what I mean? Let out to help out by the sound of think Sounds like a new Rishi Sunak initiative, doesn't it? What did you make of the Masters as a whole, Pope? It was a bit of a non event, wasn't it? The last day, I think Hadeki was five to six going into the last day. I did Toy with backing him with a four shot lead. Obviously didn't pull the trigger. Got a little bit hairy about the fifteenth, sixteenth hole Xanax showfly, I think he should be called. Now he had a bit of a nervous <laughs> breakdown with that triple bogey on sixteen, didn't he? <laughs>
1: Well, you'd know when you're all about nervous breakdowns and, and, and at least he can get to a golf course, I suppose. <laughs> Your nervous, nervous breakdowns prevent you from even reaching the course. So you can't be too harsh on him, I suppose, can you? But I can be because I turn up and I play. So, uh, yeah, bottle job. Everyone goes on a bar and major champion in the making. I can't help but feel he's a, he's another Monty, unfortunately. Mm. The nearly man. Mm. Always the bridesmaid. I had a bit of interest on the last day. Of back. I didn't fancy Mattia at all. I just think... Unless you're you're, you're very, unless you're elite, he's obviously an elite player, but unless you are sort of...
0: You've been there, don't you?
1: Yeah, unless you've got major, you're a previous major champion, I think, or an obvious major champion in the making. I think a lead after round three in the Masters, no matter whether it's one shot, four or five, I think it's almost impossible, Mm. you know? It's mm. the ultimate pressure cooker. And I appreciate it wasn't that all the patrons weren't there and there was a limit limited attendance, but it doesn't take the pressure off. No. And there's a lot of tricky holes coming in, and I didn't fancy him. So he grind- I know we started to lose a little bit towards the end, but he done what he needed to do. He grinded it out. And I had a little cover on that uh, Zalatoris. I fancied him. Oh, Obviously, yeah. he just ended up being one shot back in the end. In terms of the anti-post, Justin Thomas fucking blew up, didn't he? Halfway through the third round after looking really good all the way through. And then uh, Al on these John Rahm. Yeah. absolute on the last day, didn't he? He, left he just it, left himself too much to do.
0: He left it too little too late. If he was breathing down... Matsuyama's neck there down sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. I think it would have been a different story. Left it too little, too late. I mean he was Did you see
1: John Ramstey? Did you see some of his up and downs? No, nah, do you back know what, nine?
0: Povey? I didn't... I've never
1: seen any like it. Like literally the up, like he was going along and right, and I was thinking, fucking, I'll do well well dance do well to get down in three. He's chipping, he's touch around the greens. You reminded <laughs> me your Al fella at Run Corn, was getting <laughs> up and down from the car park. unflustered completely. Did, didn't and stand on
0: any rabbits, did he, John Ram?
1: Well possibly yeah
0: Little rabbit Fucking hell
1: imagine The damage he'd do With his glutes His fucking pile of undies He'd only need to Stamp on it once Wouldn't he Rather than doing A
0: billy bats on it With old fella Spe- I didn't watch much Of the Masters But oh. when we're talking About big boys that I did see a bit of The beefcake in the bushes Your boy Bryson DeCham Bro um, Great. As, as I yeah. like to call him Should he maybe Just run an Augusta Na- Nature show Next year maybe I mean a little Wildlife cam on his, <laughs> uh, on his flat cap All he seems to do Is explore the bushes Lad It's <laughs> It's a bit like Tiger's Vegas years. He's in the bush constantly. (laughs) Uncle Junior.
1: (laughs) Uncle June's in the muff. Oh! Uh, Oh! It's, it's, for all his criticisms, Steve, from all quarters, yourself, just people within the game generally, he's not the most popular. He's very divisive. You've got to give him one thing. He's entertainment. Of course
0: he is. Box office
1: box office without a doubt arguably the most box office person in sports right now mm. he's an absolute enigma he makes Balotelli look like Michael Owen there's no one who can you compare him to brilliant and I think his game just isn't suited for Augusta for whatever reason but I definitely think he's got another major in them this year I do honestly we'll given how well he was playing up until Augusta he obviously had the win on the PGA Tour and a week or two later he competed well at the Players' Championship and I don't think you've seen the end of Bryson yet. We mentioned a couple of weeks ago during the last episode. He's got a small career window in comparison to, to some of the other players. He, he, he hasn't got a longevity on them the way he obviously hits the ball. But I think in the uh, in the brief spell he's got to have at the top, I do think still he'll um, yeah. I, th- I think I think he'll be successful. I think he'll win plenty more majors. I think That's, got- that much hasn't changed my opinion on him.
0: That might be a good head-to-head bet, whether he wins another major or he's in a wheelchair this year. What comes first? That's possibly... (laughs)
1: <laughs> he's 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 incredible though. That video you put up on the Instagram page of him just at the range. But just the intensity after he's whacked the ball, he's just his arm straight out demanding another ball and just the the, the ferocity of it all, he's just incredible really. And as I say I haven't I haven't lost faith in him. People.
0: This is a drill for speed as quickly as he's hitting for Bryson, it's fun to watch. I mean
1: exhausting it makes to I, well,
2: watch. I mean I am I I mean I'd be in traction in a hospital if I tried this.
1: Well,
2: without a doubt.
1: And I know I'm 1 0 down in the heads to head. Anyone who's a sort of new time listener, me and you had a heads to head 100 dead. quid. Before the
0: Masters last year, two hundred so quid. Check your books, Two hundred, oh, whatever. Quid. Yeah. Yeah.
1: fucking make it five hundred if you want. <laughs> Over the next nine majors and just, you had Dustin Johnson and I, Bryce DeChambeau. You're winning one nil. Yeah. But Dustin doesn't look too good at the minute, mate. I so don't know what it is. But nah, I don't know. he has, maybe he's peaked too soon.
0: No, nah, he kind of has these little lulls. I think he loses a bit of interest and he gets his head on it and he goes bananas for a for a few months. I too much like moose
1: do you reckon, off the course with uh, with Paulina? Who can blame him?
0: Could you blame with him with
1: those leggings? I
0: exactly could you blame him little honourable shout out to uh, Stuart Sink who won last week's tournament took me back to I don't know what open it was that Stuart Sink won Can you, do you know that one off the top of your head Pope? was it about 2013 14 was it either it's way what's
1: so an open as it will forever be known
0: well either way yeah I think I must have been the only person in the country Cheering against Tom Watson, he saved me from bankruptcy that day. I'd laid him massively. I, I think it was a five figure loss if he'd, if he'd have won Tom Watson oh. at crazy prices. You know, even even over the weekend when he was in contention, 33s, 40s, I was actually at our Ross's baby's christening, <clears throat> Isabella, just sweating in the corner, just nervously eating the Buffy, full of cocktails, sausages, and relief when he got the job done. <laughs> like... <laughs>
1: Not it's, not the, it's not
0: the first time you're being full of cocktail sausages, is it? Oh! Oh! Nobody's uh, got AIDS! <laughs> well, I was laying stuff on the day in the corner at the Christian. People just kept piling in to, uh, to Tom Watson, like, yeah. So I was laying on the exchanges, laying to a few who, uh, who couldn't get on at the bookies yet. It was it was going to be a bad day in Bosnia if if old Tom got the job done. My, uh, such such
1: bad luck for the, uh, the old boy. Do you remember his... He's approaching to the last.
0: Oh, yeah. How could I forget he
1: it? Up, but in, in, couldn't have hit it better. Landed it exactly where he wanted to land it. And just as though, just when it looked as though it was going to finish 15 foot from the all, it just caught this slope, didn't it? it and did. just rolled off the back. And then even his up and down attempt, his third was decent. And then obviously he just missed the putt, went mm. into a playoff. And do you remember his chip from the playoff lad where he's like literally down in a hollow somewhere. And there's literally just, just what seems to be a thousand people around him. And he's just chipped it out of this hollow and put it to within like about ten foot. Played some amazing golf That's, that week, even on the Sunday especially. Yeah, the old boy, but he was the uh, he was public enemy number one that week. Stuart Sink wasn't he? Not that it, it mattered to him.
0: Not downy, you know. I can't really remember that shot. I think our black belt by that point might have been under the Buffy table. Yeah, me and
1: Jimmy Lee often, yeah, uh, often look back on it with the uh, fond memories, like.
0: But yes, Stewie Sink got the job done. What, what must Stewie Sink be? He must be nearly as old as Troy Aikman now, isn't he? Okay, now Got the job done this week in uh, in Texas. Our man Colin Morikawa was, was close by. I think he's got a win in him very soon, Colin Morikawa. Popey, keep him, keep him on the radar, like eh?
1: Knocking on the door, yeah.
0: I'd say so. I'd say so. Speaking of knocking on the door, shall we get over to the Soho tip of the week, Popey, and see uh, what opportunities we can open this week and this weekend?
2: I've been eating long enough now, stop being greedy, just keep it real partner, give ay, to the need, ribs is touching, so don't make me wait, fuck around and I'm going to bite you, snatch ay, the plate. Ay, I can flip that flow. I can stick that home, I can get that dough. you with that joke, ain't a thing about this shit I can't do I haven't seen, but when it gets dark it's like a nigga's having dreams.
1: We can, but I think first things first, why don't we update our listeners on our tip and composition, our heads to head Popey, you
0: are absolutely crushing it lad You are £37.50 up at the moment I'm minus £24.26 That's a £61.76 lead You left me hanging a little bit on Saturday I reached out, I asked what your tip of the week was I know it's all after time and now My tip of the week was going to be Chelsea against Man City to qualify Bollocks, bollocks could have got me back in the game, but you didn't respond, so I ended up going with Southampton on a Sunday. I
1: had a family day out for my son's birthday at Gulliver's World. I'm not going to be fucking going through me fucking the odds checker, am I, and racing posts while I'm out having a family day, you know what I mean? Wouldn't be wouldn't be the best dad in the world. You know, one day maybe if you, if you have any kids, mate, but just going back to the actual figures, uh, I have it as a bigger disparity than what you've got there, so we'll discuss that further off air. I will send you the figures I've got, because you seem to be cooking the books here a little bit. I think the pressure's getting to you. you fiddling the books like Moscow with a scorecard, the golf.
2: I'm coming, but I don't like drama, so I stay to myself. Uh-huh. Keep focused with this rap shit and pray for the wealth. I want the money. Uh-huh. Give me the honeys with big asses. Smoke most the champagne you got, big glasses. I'm drunk, so I'm a bashes. Head wide open. Uh-huh. Begging me to stop, but at least he died Hope uh-huh. Didn't get his wish, now he's a dish for the pack. Uh-huh. Two glowing red eyes, everything else black. I've been eating long enough now. Stop being greedy. Uh-huh. let keep it real, partner. Give to the needy.
0: You were meant to have trained at Big <clears throat> Fred exactly the same as me. What the fuck were you doing in your training weeks there, Popey? You don't seem to be able to settle a bet. And each where you don't know, I'm getting WhatsApps. Is it two pound? Is it seven pounds? <laughs> you do have a bet calculator online if it'll help you out, you know.
1: No, I'll send you I'll send you my figures. <laughs> give them up give them the once over, come back to me, let me know.
0: <laughs> You're flying, Popey, I mean away from the tip well, I'm
1: four out of four, and I know the most recent one was a by the way, Steve. As if we don't get best odds guaranteed in the 7 comp. When I put it up, it was 7s, went off at 8s. So you can add a quid for that straight away.
0: All right, have a quid. Go on, if it makes you if it makes you happy. Well, no,
1: so I've got a place. But uh, do you know what, lad? I've been picking the big field handicaps come third in the Scottish Nash, one of the most competitive races mm. of the year. And all right, 3 quid, 3 quid, but...
0: At least it wasn't £10 lost. as was the case
1: with, what did you have,
0: Southampton? I had Southampton to qualify, Who yeah. I fancied as well, to be fair, like yeah, some. Yeah. I'm I'll glad p- you beat to the punch. Listen, I'd tip me at to you, honestly, to be 37 or £38.50 up to a flat £10 stay over a few weeks is fantastic. I think you're picking really well. My anti-post woes continue away from the tipping contest. Everywhere you look, there's fucking losses for me. Newcastle have decided to start winning, having the Fulham have decided to start losing agonisingly and drawing. 97 minute 93 minute <laughs> fucking losses even Tramia i jumped on tram to 40 to 1 a few months ago they were flying got themselves right into contention about three points behind the leaders they've not won a game in about four four weeks i don't think they've scored a goal to be honest with you wow. so yeah. there's little rays of lights with miami and the red Sox and steph curry's flying all of a sudden i don't know if you want me to cut them out just so they're not on record so we don't jinx them popey
1: no, as I said to you last podcast, not but positive thoughts now, and I think that's the reason I am thirty-eight, fifty, or I've got it forty. I, could, I think in my uh, in my record book at least. Um, I think, yeah, just positive vibes, and that's certainly the approach I've been taking in recent weeks, and clearly it's working. So keep it in. We've got to turn a go. You've got to turn a corner at some point. Hopefully, it won't be too soon when it comes to the tip and comp. But Steph Curry, in particular. Wow, I've never seen a tear like it. To no. be honest
0: with you, no. Is it the greatest? Is it the greatest ten games, consecutive ten games in NBA history? Popey?
1: Curry behind the back
0: drives, pulls back, puts up a three, bang! Nine three
1: pointers make it now. They knew the trap was coming, so he says, "No way!" Everybody spaced out. It was George Hill, the only defender, and he's saying, "Uh-uh, not in the groove." I'm in.
0: In the shooting zone, like very few have ever been.
1: I think so. Yeah, it's got to be in terms of points and efficiency, because that's a big thing. As American sports, as you know, Steve, they're just duked on st- stats. It's all about stats. Yeah. So this is Steph Curry we're talking about, who's a, no doubt a future hall, uh, a future hall of fame, and he's a three-time NBA champ. He's a two-time MVP. He is the only, only unanimous MVP in the history of the game and if you think the likes of Michael Jordan and and LeBron James and other great two have graced the game and he's now playing the best basketball of his life and I think if he continues which is not sustainable we all know, I think there's about 15 games left or something in the Mm, regular season if he continues in the same vein as what he he has done the last 10 games for for the remaining 15 then he has to be MVP but it's, it's far easier said than done. What was hmm. it? Forty nine last night. 476s sixes.
0: Forty against you know one of the top looking. No, like no, one... no, but
1: I think I think on the power rankings, like I think seventy sixes, uh, um, seen as, as being the best team in the NBA.
0: And he single handedly forty
1: nine points on them. He single handedly beat
0: them. He beat them single handedly. No, I know. Away. I, I, I think. I think he was as big as 150 to one to win the MVP about two weeks ago. I think I had a little check this morning. He's down to twenty to one, back to around about where we tipped him, didn't we, Popey? Was that? did we tip him about around about sixteens or a little bit, a little 16, bit shorter? Sixteen.
1: He is short shorter sixteens with some some firms, yeah. But general twenty to one, and I think just good that that price is going to
0: keep contracting to be honest you hope so you hope so fingers crossed i need a little ray of sunshine i don't know if i mentioned last week but i actually turned to cryptocurrency on friday made the plunge been talking about it for uh, for ages there was a, a little... link to the party there I think.
1: well there was a little dip
0: in the markets on friday and i thought i'll jump in now um put some put some decent money in some of the more um known ones the more traditional ones your bitcoins and whatnot and and do a little bit of backing and Backing and selling and, and laying, you know, buying in the dips and whatnot uh, to sell back in some Buy of the... Buy long, sell high? Yeah, some of the more speculative ones. Um, don't know if you've seen any of the news over the weekend, Poppy. By Friday, it was actually the worst dip in cryptocurrency all year. Um, on the buying short and, and selling long front, there was the most liquidations in Bitcoin history. Clearly, <laughs> the Keegan run is not exclusive to sports betting. Uh, Turkey banned Bitcoin. Bitcoin transactions from the mainstream. Uh, the American right. Treasury apparently. There's been rumours saying that they're mm-hmm. looking at clamping down. There was actually a blackout, and I think it's Xinjiang in China where they mine a lot of the Bitcoin. Uh, what's going on, lad? <laughs> what? What's going on in my life? I've got, I've got stress-related eczema. Me back's gone. Me osteopath thinks that might have been a stress injury. Uh, at what point's the uh, the ship gonna turn round, here, Pope?
1: I think you're gonna have to sacrifice a nephew. In the same way that Tony did in The Sopranos, because after he killed Christopher, to quote Tony, is 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 gambling done a complete one eighty. So I don't know whether, um, yeah, you've got any sacrificial lambs to the slaughter in the family, but but I know desperate times certainly calls upon desperate measures.
0: Well, I haven't got a nephew, have I? Well, unless Johnny's. I mean, Johnny's done a lot of. Uh talking about power rankings there he, he done a lot of power goosing back in the day around around <laughs> the Halton area maybe i can go and track down you might want to go digging yeah you yeah.
1: might want to go digging look into that a bit further yeah and see if there's anyone that you can just uh, yeah finish off forget,
0: forget mine for bitcoin I'll, I'll be mining for an uh for a turn in the abs in with this <laughs>
1: <laughs> Top banana mate Top banana
0: So yeah Do you reckon that's the one Sacrificial lamb and, and maybe we can turn our fortunes around I'm thinking maybe I should I'm looking now I'm looking at me My Buddha statue I'm looking at me Buddha And I'm looking at me uh, Sammy the Ace Rothstein picture And I'm thinking I should throw one of them In the Mersey Along with uh, a lot of me Anti post betting slips Oh
1: do you reckon yeah Along with those uh, Not so lucky red socks That you always he's going about <laughs>
0: Exactly, even Liverpool top four. I, I just thought we might win ugly last night, eighty-seven minutes. It's, it's traumatic everywhere you turn. I, I've been trying to stay away from sport and not watch it, but it's uh, not not much more joy. Not, not joy on the Coinbase.
1: I, I, I know it's difficult when you when you're going through such a such a bad run of luck as you are. Uh, luck, for for once of a better word, really. But c- can you not try and just just have some sort of positive energy? And yeah. obviously, you your deep in the meditation with Michael. Purioli, Are you still doing the meditation? And can you not try and sort of harness some some positivity at least?
0: Do you know what Poppy? All things considered, I think there's been some some pretty big life events in the last eighteen months, and I, I think it could have been one flew over the cuckoo's nest year, I think a, a few people could have uh, <laughs> fell by the wayside and be in a padded room by now. I'm actually I'm all right, lad. You know, I'm 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 working out. I'm positive. It's just. I could do with a little nudge on the bat in front from somewhere from the heavens and maybe Steph Curry's going to be that boy over the next over the next month or so.
1: Let's hope so mate.
0: Should we get on to this week's tip of the week then, Popey, in the in the Ed to Ed contest?
1: see your
2: arms On a rainy night in Soho <laughs>
1: the wind was whistle
2: All its sharp
0: You're on an absolute heater. What have you got for our listeners?
1: Absolutely nothing.
0: No? You got nothing?
1: Well, stay hang on a minute. You're you're trying to sort of disrupt me flow, I feel. I think part of the reason for me success in this tip and comp is I've been quite measured about it. Okay. I've rushed into nothing. I've been sort of looking into things in a bit more detail than what I usually would. And I've, I've obviously been quite selective, as you need to be when a tip and comp, if you've only got one. One selection so I'm not going to sit here on a Tuesday afternoon and, and rush into a selection and and uh, and, and I'd, I'd rather carry on the vein okay. of form that I'm in at the minute and, and just give you my selection Friday maybe into Saturday morning so you can put it up on the Instagram page and, and hopefully our listeners can get on and uh, benefit from the, uh, the heater that I'm on at the minute
0: Okay, so yeah, so you've got no interest in uh, improving. Absolute Yeah, you've got no interest in improving. You know the gambling elements of our podcast. Now you'd rather wait till Friday, give me more work to do to put it up on the Instagram. That's fine. Yeah, I, I wouldn't expect anything less from you. Well,
1: the gambling element's non-existent at times, really, isn't it? So <laughs> it's, it's not. not as though I'm making it any worse. No,
0: since we changed the names to Gambling with the Pope, it's become <laughs> it's become a real. You know, I think there could be
1: something in the name. You know, since we've ne- changed the name, that's 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 when you've you dip in form. So to speak, as, uh, oh, has happened. So you might want to think about, about changing it back. Pope, it yeah. certainly hasn't helped, helped with the traffic on the show, has it? Probably gone the other way of anything. So
0: I, I don't know. I'd revert that.
1: back to type. My conversations with the Pope. Desperate times calls upon desperate measures. After all, so why not? Well, I will change gonna... it back to the old name and see if you'd have a change in fortunes that way.
0: I don't know because it, it seems to have done you well gambling with the Pope. The Pope's gambling like, uh, like the Holy One himself, like the chosen one, isn't he? He's flying. I don't think you want me well, to. Well, just uh... some
1: people respond to pressure better than others, ultimately. Now there's something on the line. That's when you see the best of me, as is the case when we're playing golf. When the pressure's on, coming to me own back nine, job done. Have a load of that.
0: I'm going to pick mine out the blue here, Pope. You said I was going to pick mine on air this week. Not put too much force into it. I've just had a little <clears> quick look at the major sport events this week. And I think I've got to put my money where my mouth is. I've been bigging up. Uh, Masvidal in the UFC for a while. Oh, I? I thought you were
1: gonna do. I thought you were gonna go boxing, you know, and just fucking yeah, playing some hands. But go on. No, I'm gonna go, go Masvidal. Sports, I'm just gonna, barking up the wrong tree.
0: I'm gonna go Masvidal. He was competitive on about five days' notice out in fucking Abu Dhabi. When he, last time he fought Usman, he's seven to two. I've got nowhere else to turn. I'm gonna go with Masvidal. Give me ten pound in the tipping contest on Masvidal at seven to two.
1: Seven to two. Oh, yeah, he's, he's fighting newsman. No, yeah. lad, no, 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 no. So that's another 10 pound down the sunny. But I suppose <laughs> there's plenty of time to go because this tip and comp's going to run till the end of the year. But I understand what you're doing, it's picking something at a slightly better price in I, order to, I've got to him. close that gap. I'm in a hole. Yeah, you've got to. I'm you've in got a hole. To. You've got to. Oh. Well, I, th- I thought you might have gone the other way with a bit of a confidence builder similar to you. You're only winning tip so far in the comp which was Man City at what 4-7 yeah. I thought you might try and rebuild your confidence that way but 7-2 to two, why not eh but I, I think listen no one's unbeatable in that sport
0: that's what um, I'm thinking
1: unless you're Khabib I suppose but you look at Conor McGregor he got beat in the end you look more recently he was the Brazilian lad I know he went up in weight oh, what's his name
0: uh, Baines
1: no lads. Doesn't matter. Numbers, n- n- yeah, doesn't nobody's,
0: nobody's asked about expertise and details on this podcast. That's not what people are tuning in for, don't worry about it.
1: don't know. What I'm saying is that no one's unbeatable in that sport and uh, someone's always got to go eventually. Yeah. So it wouldn't be the biggest surprise, Fidal. When it comes to box office, box office, he's one of the biggest names in the sport. He's had some big wins recently. I don't think he's has won you the ever belt. Been a, he, you ever been a world champ? I don't think
0: so. I think he's, he won the, the BMF, didn't he? The bad motherfucker belt against uh, Diaz, didn't he, in New York? I don't think he's been an official champion. Hopefully this think he's weekend... He's
1: Like Cuban from Miami and
0: yeah, that. And... Do you know what, Pogba? It was a mess of a fight, wasn't it? Fucking Usman standing on his toes all night. It was a bit of a shit affair, the, the first one. But... It was impressive from Masvidal. You know, he had to drop about fucking, what, about 20 pounds in, in a week and he had to fly to Abu Dhabi and, and...
1: Israel Adesanya, that's it, yeah. There we go. He he got beat when he went up and waited. So no one's unbeatable. No. So it wouldn't be the biggest shock if I woke up Sunday morning and Masvidal won. But I don't know, Usman seems pretty impenetrable lately, don't he?
0: Well, if he does, he does. But if Masvidal can do it for me, I'll be right back in this tipping contest. Get me back up there, please. It's me livelihood as... Uh, as Lee Butler said <laughs> on that parody, <laughs> that parody film. Give me your, give me your pick then through the through the week, Paul. send it through, and I'll I'll get it up on the Instagram. We'll do, buddy. Have a good week, lad.
1: And you take it See easy. You yeah. ta-ra, mate, ta-ra. See you soon. Till You later. Ta-ra.
2: Soaking up trouble like rain in the dirt. And I know only I can stop the neck, pain with just a mention of my Savior's name. In the name of Jesus, devil, I rebuke you for what I go through. we trying to make me do what I used to. But all that stops right here. As long as the Lord's in my life, I will have no fear. I will know no pain from the light to the dark. I will know no shame. Spit it right from the heart because it's right from the start that you held me down. And ain't nothing they can tell me now. Lord, give me a sign.